Hey, it's the Retro Tubity Pod. Nightmare on Geek Street. The uh, the toys are back in town. Uh, we're catching up over crippling nostalgia. One step forward, two steps back. Grown men and women rediscovering hockey cards, wrestling, comic books, too much time on video games, carpal tunnel syndrome, action figures. Uh, so we need to try and sort ourselves out. We've got Turbo here who uh, only started buying action figures two, three years ago. <laughs> We've got the algorithm getting ghosted on eBay, trying to get GI Joes, trying to get the hockey cards. Pittsburgh are the best team in the league. We're chasing, we're chasing our childhood. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Welcome to the party. Let's get wrecked. Hey. <laughs> let's let's get wrecked. Let's, get, um, let's, let's wreck our bank accounts. How about that? That's, that's, How are you guys doing? Do. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't complain, man. Like it's been it's been uh, a good week, and uh, I was doing some honest work this week. So you know, I decided to treat myself, and uh, I treated myself today. And I had a little couple extra bucks in my pocket, and I thought, you know what, I I I need some new plastic. I feel like I need it, so that's what I did. Would you say that you uh, the Jeff Jarrett song has that go? The Jeff Jarrett song. You spend your day working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning. Oh too dear slow. lord, no! I, this is not with my baby tonight. For the love <laughs> of God, no. Could be. Wasn't Jeff Jarrett that actually sang that? It was the Road Dog. Remember? Exactly, and he was robbed. <laughs> Who'd have thought? The voice of an angel. Uh, did he ever release a, a proper album? I no. Called I don't. Doggy so. style. I, I'm not. Sure. I think you should. I, I don't. Think so. <laughs> I, be I believe that was uh, that that album title was taken by Snoop Doggy Dog. Okay, I'm not familiar with his work. Mr. Snoop Dog E Dog. <laughs> How many dogs Snoop is dog. that? A lot. Too many dogs. But no, Too yeah. Many dogs. So what did you what did you purchase? Did you yes. grab the stuff in the wild? Um. Yeah, I did. I went to Toys R Us, and <laughs> I was just. Should be a uh, hard thing to answer. Like, were you outside? Were you in the real world? It was more of a yes. I was out in the real world. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was just, I was just looking at it. You yeah. know, as going to the store. I normally, I normally do my walk, and me and the uh, my buddy Nick, we decided to go up to the Toys R Us and Hell yeah. check it out, see what was there. And I went there yesterday, and I abstained. I shouldn't have, but I did because they had all the Super Seven, uh, red reaction figures those little ones that are usually like 29 bucks they oh, were on for 13 dollars and i was like oh that's a good deal well i'll just come up tomorrow i don't need it today and i didn't realize it, it the sale ended that day so when i went out today i had the perfect i had the idea i was going to go in and get a couple of those super seven reaction figures because they had a the snake eyes a megatron and a Green Power Ranger and Lord Zed. And I'm like, oh, that'd be a nice little mashup. And I can hang them up on the wall, kind of like the Master of the Universe uh, figures I have up on the wall, the origin figures. And then I thought, you know what? Uh, well, I'm here anyway, so let's go hit the toy aisle. And the things were on sale. And I got three figures for the price of two, basically. So it was a, it was a good deal. Have any of you been able to turn down a good deal, whether it's socks uh, sneakers, cereal, because I, I I haven't. Oh yeah, I'm incredibly cheap. I have a lot. Of, I, I have a lot of socks. <laughs> I turn down deals all the time. Okay. Only if what? I need the stuff. 
Okay, fair enough. That's or if I've negotiated it. <laughs> exactly, wheeling and dealing. That's right. Uh, I have too many socks. Son of a gun. <laughs> That's it. I have too many socks. Uh, seriously, you're all. You guys are getting socks. But nice. No, you, you cracked. What did you get there? So I decided to hit up the DC multiverse uh, aisle, and like I said, I got three figures for the price of two. <laughs> so good. I got uh, I got uh, Duke Thomas Wayne, um, which is like a Batman uh, dark dark multiverse uh, figure, where it's Batman who walks with a guitar axe, and it's badass looking. He's got this night helmet and these big fucking fins on the side of the the night helmet. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of excited to when it gets dark to turn the uh, lights on because it's got that like glow in the dark white. So I'm thinking if the blue light hits it nice, it's going to really look really kind of cool on the shelf. So I grabbed him, and as we already know, I, I'm a sucker for the uh, the Spawn figures. Um, so I have the nineties are back. Yeah, the nineties are back, and I have I had the uh, Mandarin red version of the. Uh, of a spawn figure and they're like the gold label one was on sale for 20 bucks and i'm like you know what that's a good deal i'm gonna grab it and so now i have the red mandarin spawn and the blue gold label spawn and then to round it all out i grabbed another spawn figure because it was a badass looking you know winged knight version of spawn and he's like blue and gold and i'm like oh that's dope the redeemer spawn so I grabbed that one too, and it is fucking cool. It is. Is it nineties cool and spiky everywhere? Oh, dude, it's got the big like angel wings. It's got the spikes on the on the uh, the shoulders. He's got a a knight's helmet on with the with the uh, the cross or crucifix, and then a mohawk of spikes. Oh, dude, it's so nineties, <laughs> so nineties, so bad. Um, do you want to? What is? I don't. This a lot of us are kind of rediscovering a lot of our different things from childhood. And this is something that's kind of happened for, for Al with G.I. Joe's. They'll just re-release a guy with, like, new different colored pants. So it's a, a slippery slope. Or you've got to get a guy and you have to buy two for the one that you want. Um, <laughs> so you have two of the exact same dolly. One is red, one is blue. No, Both see, that's the, that's, that, that's the thing. There's oh, different sculpts it. on us. Oh, so that, okay. well did, I didn't feel, I didn't feel so, uh, so bad getting it because it is a little different. Now, the... The, the the differences are minutia. like minutia, like finely, like little things. But when you put them together, you can see the difference. So you're kind of like, ah, oh, it's badass. So yeah, it's it's pretty In, dope. To for Al for Al's benefit, the algorithm who uh, had a more successful childhood and didn't read comic books, what is a spawn? How how what is the difference between a regular spawn and a mandarin spawn? Other than dude, dude I don't know. I have no idea other than the armor and the look and probably the timeline of the comic. I I'm think that's really it. Okay, well, how, I, where, did, I don't, where did Spawn? Well, Spawn's, uh, it's for, uh, the story of Al Simmons, who basically, you know, it was a, a really bad, a badass assassin. And when he died, he was, uh, you know, killed maliciously by the company that employed him. And then he decided to make a deal with the devil because he didn't want to die. He wanted to stay with his wife. And then, you know, Tricks, tricky, tricky, haha! The devil makes him come back as this burnt-up weenie-looking dude, with like this inf the, this finite power that if he uses his powers and once he dies, then he goes back to hell and can never uh, come back. A real it's monkey a, paw. Like it, 
Yeah, and he has to. He has to hang out with John Leguizamo the rest of his life too. <laughs> exactly. Well, that too, clowny and, exactly. and uh, you know the uh, what is it, violator? You've been violated. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do a new movie for that because of all the the '90s kids. But oh yeah, God, so, I hope so. So you, so you essentially have a, a revenge story. So, but the thing is, like the monkey's paw, he only has so much power, and he can you know try and solve all his problems, but. If he uses too much of his power, he just go back to hell. So, and uh, a Mandarin spawn is just a guy who fell for the same trick from the devil back in the uh, the Sung Dynasty, so thousands of years ago. So you've got a, a wall of guys who who made a deal with the devil. Oh, I completely, yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. Like, that's exactly what Spawn is. That's what I like. Yes. I like it. It's evil and it's cool and it's badass '90s and super edge lordy. And I'm all anti heroes. Yeah. Anti hero. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? <laughs> what is, is a redeemer? How is he different? It's just a version of Spawn that's, I believe, like a like a arc, an archangel. I really haven't okay. gotten into that that side of the Spawn universe. Okay. But it, it's just like I said, it's so badass '90s. I'm I'm all about it. It's just it's setting off all the all the dopamine, all the sensors. He has yeah. spikes on spikes, and he has chains too. So I don't know how you coordinate spikes and chains together. You just make sure they match. They just yeah. gotta match in color. That's all. <laughs> but you can't leave the house without more chains. The Redeemer <laughs> exactly. is heaven's answer to the hell spawn. From time yeah. to time, ethereal masters seek the sits of Star Hive. A this man. Uh, so they're 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 soldiers for God. So there you go. So you guys can have them two wilding out, fighting each other. That's pretty cool, man. I I, I like it. <laughs> no, I'm glad you got hooked up. That's good. I'm glad you've been you've been going pretty hard in the paint. So I've been very glad that uh, you carried the burden. For yeah, for you guys the... are welcome. Okay, you guys are living <laughs> vicariously through me. Yes, yes. Although I am, I am excited. In August, they are going to uh, release the the other two Dinobot core figures. So I got, I'm going to get a swoop and a scar. Is this one? I don't oh, know what yeah. that means. There's so, no but, slag. They got rid of no. Slag? They they changed his name again. It's Sludge, um, Slug, and then Scar and Swoop, and then oh, Grimlock. This was all S's. Yeah, it was weird. There must have been a, too many complaints about slag. Yeah, slag. Probably. Probably. Me slag no like anything is the quote from his Wikipedia page. So. <laughs> Me slag no like anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, none of the Dinobots. None of the Dinobots really like Optimus Prime, but he and Sledge share an exceptional, intense dislike of him. There you go. <laughs> He'll even oh. mouth off at Grimlock every now and then. Uh, here we go. So just such charming. So. Stuff from your childhood, stuff from your like preteen years, and just deep dive on comic book stuff. So, some some sword and sorcery, metal fantasy bullshit. So, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. When does it stop? What did what did, what did your uh, lovely wife say when he came in the door? She's fine with it. I, yeah, you know, she she buys her K-pop album, so we you know yeah we spend the same amount of money, so it's 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 okay. That's good. Yeah. She has her vice, I have mine. And yes. <laughs> mine's cooler than hers. I like figures. She likes K-pop albums and pictures of pretty Korean men. In five <laughs> years, you guys are going to have the most interesting yard sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be an awesome yard sale. It is. It is. Yep. 
my god goodness gracious that's that's pretty dope that's pretty yeah. dope yeah i was pretty happy with it yeah that's steals for the deals um i hope i hope al's had some luck on ebay with some joes no that guy ghosted completely ghosted me so oh, i'm I sorry just, i don't do the deals and i saw he's i mean he's starting to sell his stuff now um I'm seeing bids. He's getting thirty and forty dollars for his figures. So I mean, oh, good wow. for him. I don't know if he's got some sort of a a shill account that he's trying to draw up interest or something. But mm-hmm. uh, he's getting the the prices that he's asking for on some of his figures. So yeah, good for him, I guess. He waited and it's I mean, so again, crazy. Like I, he didn't need you to buy anything to get his uh, <laughs> reputation up. <laughs> well, he's got a one now. He's got a one. There one done. Go. <laughs> one, one. So I mean, he got to start somewhere. But as I said, like I, I wasn't going to rip him off. I was going to give him no. twenty-five a figure. I think that was fair. It would have been good for both of you. Exactly. He would have got a yeah. like. I would have taken four or five figures. He would have got you know a four or five that would have got him going and. The rest of his guys that he had up for auction, maybe people would have started biting, but they're biting now. So, I mean, good for him. He waited it out. Um, don't feel bad. I got ghosted as well. I, I was I was mainly good. I haven't bought anything this month yet. But uh, call back to an early episode with uh, the uh, is it the Rocky Mountain Mastodon? Yeah. The man they call Vader, Leon White. Um, I've mainly been grabbing, scooping things up on Instagram, because uh, then people don't do, just do PayPal, there's it. And someone goes to me, they had the Vader with big, crazy uh, Japanese steam shooting helmet. So, oh. yeah. Uh, and I'm sure this is an issue that comes up with the algorithm, algorithm as well. I mentioned I'm in Canada. I'm like, I know the shipping is going to be a nightmare. Let me know with a quote, and then just no love. It's, yeah, like I know with, like, there's a lot of people on eBay that if they're in America or whatever, and I see this on a lot of card sites as well, that they just say prefer to deal within, you know, the States. And same with Canada, prefer to deal within Canada. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of unknowns and crazy things, I guess, um, like. uh, And you can scam people too. They've changed policies and there's, yeah, there's a lot of horror stories. I, I read them all the time on the card sites. Like somebody will be buy bad. like a, a $250 card and then they'll be held up for $40 by, you know, UPS or whatever. You know, that'd make me throw up. Yeah, it's real. That's real rough. You just roll on the dice every time you buy something you don't know. Yeah, they've really uh, cracked down. And there's like third party ones as well that's happened with a few different books of like, yeah, we delivered it. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, we did. No, you didn't. And then just, there's no actual physical location to go <laughs> try and get your stuff and they get sent back. And yeah. Oof. But I too know the, the, uh, the ghost, the ghosting. It's not just a Patrick Swayze movie. So I feel your pain. It would have been nice to have an extra Vader. Terrible. So you've been good. You have not, have, have you had any temptation now? Um, I'm looking cause you know, I'm always looking, but, um, sure. no, they're just, <laughs> not in a weird way. But yeah. No, they're just, they're just really a hand for you guys were talking about. I'm going to mention that I'm glad I didn't GI Joe 
classified. Sure. Um, they're coming out with a new one that's more true to the yep. movie's figure. So it looks sharp. I've got my eye on that one. Whenever yeah. they release something so I, and I don't one. like the look of it, I'm always happy. I'm like, oh, thank God it's not good. I don't have to buy it. Yeah. And, and I didn't I didn't really like the one that they had out Firefly, but I didn't I wasn't totally sold on it because he had like a big bulky vest and that's not the Firefly that I grew up with, right? I grew up with <laughs> yes. the one that you know I want the one that's more true to form. And so and, that, and again for that. for other, you know, adults who reclaiming their childhood, what exactly is a Cobra Firefly? What does he He's do like for a job? Yes. Yeah, he's a saboteur. He's an explosions expert. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's all effed up. He's a good guy. <laughs> What's his real name? Uh, voiced by Greg Berger, which is an awesome name. I wish that was his real name. I don't think they have a name for him. Terrible. Oh, oh no. Oh, you're, you're right. If you want to be a good saboteur, no one's got to know who you are. Excellent. Jim Lawrence. I went to high school with him. He's now a saboteur. <laughs> What's he doing? He's doing great work. Yeah, he's, in the, he's doing. He gets he gets paid about a million dollars an hour. Yeah, he lives life on the edge, and he'll be played by Ray Stevenson in a film. Uh, no, that's super duper cool. I um, I was on the fence for a childhood toy, uh, Tunnel Rat, and they they are making him. And as a kid, I liked lots of guys with little bops and boops and bleeps. He had a little flashlight and a little thing like that. But uh, he's like. Meh. He doesn't look like the childhood toy. And you know what? They'll, they'll just make him again later on. I'm still waiting for them to make a real Cobra Commander for the uh, classified line. I, I don't like any of their versions. No, and they absolutely will. You're absolutely right. They will just wait until the time, you know, like we need to make more money now. For Tunnel Rat, I always thought it was weird for a guy who exclusively, exclusively like fights in tunnels to have like an M60, like which is... A Possibly very large gun. A very large gun <laughs> very that large should gun. theoretically be strapped to a truck. And he's in, like, he's inching his way through a tunnel and then just turning guys into hamburger helper. So he's going to get a concussion yeah. if he fires that off. <laughs> yeah, his fingers just snap off the carpal tunnel on this man and a grenade. And yeah, so just like, are you just chucking grenades and machine guns into, uh, yeah, no, no good, no good. That's good. You got something on the docket to find for a wheeling and a dealing and a stealing. There's also uh, a Kurt Hennig coming out soon too for the yeah. Series. None of our none of our paths is safe. Is there anything like you guys would be like? Oh no, that would ruin me if they they make this. Obviously, a proper Cobra Commander. Is there any Star Wars stuff or Master of the Universe stuff or, or Transformer stuff that you're like? Nope. Well, I just have to eat jam sandwiches for a month to pay for this. Eat your jammy sandwiches. It's oh, it. jammy. Oh, jammy. But then you, you have jammy hands and you can't yep. touch your toys. Uh, no, your keyboard at work is disgusting. <laughs> Thank God it's not. I'm not that guy. I can't. I can't deal with a nasty keyboard. The skin flakes. The oh, I just I have to. I have to at least wipe it down or take some air canister to it or something. I can't deal yeah. with it. Yeah, some for the keyboard, keyboard, some for you. <laughs> one candy for me yeah <laughs> one for, yeah that's what makes it makes you interesting at the workplace yeah. yeah is there anything that hasn't been like released or you know down the road you're like oh no this would you know this would fill the hole in my heart 
If they start re-releasing GoBots, I would probably be all over it. Like, like you know, like a like a reprint of the actual GoBots, like the same molds. They just re-release them, like a reissue. I'd probably be all over it because, like you know, Psy Kill and Leader One. I never had those as kids, and I always wanted them. That would be it for me. I'm not. Uh, I'm not really. I don't know. More a price point than anything. I'm still kind of vibing on these Joes. So no, I'm they're great. Waiting, waiting to see if I can find. They've got pretty much everybody. I was looking through the lists. Um, they've pretty much remade every single GI Joe figure in that mold. So I mean, there's it. It opens quite a <laughs> Pandora's box. Quite a, a a door of possibilities. Uh, I agree that hindsight now, GoBots are so charming. Uh, Tux, as Al mentioned, Jeeper Creeper. So a lot of kids thought they had Transformers when they actually had GoBots. So if they could do them cheaper, then yeah, I think that could, just the absurdity of them. Uh, I saw some Transformers, like $35 for a little guy today. I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't justify that. What was it? Um, it was the uh, the weird skeleton demon guy, which is very cringe, obviously. Uh, bone yeah. skull, bone grin, 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 grin goblin. I don't know. Some it was some dumb nineties bullshit. He was a pretender. Oh yeah, skull grin. Skull grin. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. I had. <laughs> I, Google <laughs> Google wants me to type in skull grinder. I'm like, what the f is skull grinder? <laughs> <laughs> my search results yeah so yeah absurd nostalgia terrible 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 uh yeah so he's just some sort of weird monster who has a robot inside of him aren't we all terrible my goodness so no uh, no hockey card temptation and shenanigans no nope, i'm always looking for that too but uh <laughs> They're, the prices are just ridiculous. Yeah. Still, like they claim that they're coming down, they're not. So no, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been able to get back into cards at all. I'm not paying four hundred dollars for a card that, you know, that used to be a hundred and fifty. No. Is there a particular era now, or just a few? Is it new stuff or old stuff that you're after, or that you're, you know, theoretically still the players that still the players that I collect. I've, but you liked all good players, so it's going to be expensive. Well, it is, but I mean, the, you know, I, I expect like Mario Lemieux like to some be hacks. expensive. Yeah, but, get some get some know. hacks in there, some jabronis. No, I just I don't I don't collect them. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. It's okay. I have all Jeeper Creepers. No, uh, he was a stud. That's not too shabby. I had him. I had him. You should. Yeah, he was good. He was good. He was a creepy jeep that spied on people. That's right. <laughs> As for the name. As for the name. Um, I was pretty bad, though. I um, It happened a while back. They, a local comic book shop was selling a bunch of stuff for 20 bucks. I think they had some water damage or whatever. And I picked up. I was good. I, instead of buying a bunch of stuff, I bought one thing. And I picked up Master of the Universe, Revelations, what have you, Battle Cat. Oh, you got so. the Revelations Battle Cat. That's pretty cool. Big um yeah just nostalgia was hidden and it was a toy that had a lot of value for me uh algorithms a bit better remembering the mini comics how did he-man even get battle cat 
I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> How did it like in the in the cartoon though? Did he just like all of a sudden finds a giant cringer giant was tiger? Just cringer was always just kind of there in the cartoons. Remember the cartoons started after like they retconned Prince Adam into the whole thing. The the uh, the comics I think when it was like Olar or whatever they tried to call the savage he-man i don't think i think it was just like a jungle cat from his tribe like his home world kind of thing he's just like hey buddy i think he was already like there was no cringer he was already like you know ready like jacked and ready to go (laughs) but i i I honestly i have no idea that's one toy i never had as a kid i had panthor never had battle cat never had the panthor i think i got the the he-man and the i was lucky enough to get the he-man and the battle cat combo but yeah it was just weird things that i do not remember i just remember he-man basically going like and this giant tiger comes out of the jungle (laughs) called him like a kitty cat kitty cat kitty cat but yeah that was like you know did i i need it no but it was pretty cheap and i think the mental gymnastics but i'm just trying to look back at it as like oh why does this have a lot of value for me but I don't know about you guys, but jump in if you think. Were there particular toys from your childhood that had a lot of value? Like, is you know, you might get, you know, you get birthday gift or holiday gift, things like that. But some toys you can use across the board. Like, you might get some little, like, Jeeper Creeper, great. But, you know, Jeeper Creeper versus, you know, a Space Barbarian doesn't make any sense. You've got a real obsession with Jeeper Creeper, eh? I can't. I haven't stopped talking about him for the last It's fun to say. I got a tattoo. <laughs> on my lower back of Jeeper Creeper. Uh, and it's just him watching. Uh, he's got my back. He's no, but looking. you mean this first? He's just looking. Like, he's, he's just looking. looking. Yeah, he's having a look. He's exactly. Having a look, right? He's watching back there. He can look, not look, but don't touch. Yeah. He's uh, checking it out. Look at checking out the lay of the land. Yeah, and it's <laughs> shitty. <laughs> it could be better. Uh, it's a shitty trail there. Yeah. <laughs> it could be better could be better but no just as far as we're like obviously you know we think we we find some of these toys and they're like oh man remember this i had this this was fun the thing with battle cat was like yeah i could use it with a bunch of different toy lines you know we didn't have the internet and things like that so you know you'd pop into you go into town and you might be able to find a gi joe one time and then maybe you find a sector the next month then maybe you find a transformer the next one of what we can you're allowed to get away with but uh you know a giant so that's what I mean as far as it adds value. Like, oh, I can use this thing for, you know, the shitty little hodgepodge. The Sector puppets were cool. Like, I had two of them. So you oh, could shit. use them as monsters, right? So exactly. they're were, they were really cool. I, I, I had the, uh, what was the, Spydrak, I think was his name. And then I think I, I had the, the original good guy. I can't remember what his name is for the life of me. He was a prince. I had him. Yeah, yeah. Prince yeah. Antleon or something like that. So many like weird little toy lands that would come yeah. and go, but no, you're absolutely right. Like a weird ass puppet, and you just you know farting around, and your family's like, you know, stop being creepy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've got a puppet. What's wrong with puppets? But uh, obviously, and you know, a playset like Castle Grayskull or or the 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 slime pit, you can use that with a bunch of different toys. I had the slime pit. I wish I still had my slime pit. Man. I love that thing. I got rid of that in my collection, and it was mint. Minty boy. Did, did, did he have slime? 
No, I didn't have. The and original. it's not mint. <laughs> There's YouTube videos of people opening up the original containers of slime some Ugh. 40 years later. Ugh. Yeah, and uh, it's just dust and mold. <laughs> it's just not great. It's not great. But yeah, were there any other toys like that? You you know, thinking back, like oh yeah, yeah, this one was my my go-to. I could use a bunch of different stuff. GI Joe's and uh, so GI Joe's were the three and three quarter um, or three and a quarter. Sorry. And then Robotech figures, the Ooh. original Robotech were kind of the same size as uh, GI Joe's. And like I had a couple of Robotech figures, which were kind of neat, especially uh, the the Valkyries, the, the robots, the jets. So they kind of tied in with Transformers because Jetfire was originally a Robotech toy. So it really kind of ties them together. So it was like, oh, it's kind of neat that way. So, yeah. It's, it's so disgusting. I still remember seeing the Jetfire box in the Kmart store from childhood. <laughs> and just being like, what the F? Obviously, F stood for fork but yeah. uh, at the time <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just banging for your buck. You know, a kid playing with a giant. And, in, and yeah, Battlecat was repurposed big gym tiger. They just painted it green to save money. But uh, yeah, Roadblock has to fight the the cobra panther in the snake pit. The snake pit being a hole I dug in the yard. But uh, yeah, definitely bang for your buck. So we'll I used see. to I used to have uh, the Bionic Six figures too because they were three and a quarter as well. But they were die cast. Those things were you could beat a man to death with those figures. You get some lunch like, money. You put you put one of them in a sock and whip that around. Someone's getting hers. But yeah. Especially the fat doctor guy, the little chubby fat doctor in it. He would he would fuck you up in a sock, man. He'd fuck you up in a sock. <laughs> I'm trying to remember those guys. I don't think I remember them. But yeah, I think like the three and a quarter was pretty standard for for figures. Um, I think the Voltron guys were also that size. If if you remember. Oh, good point. I I think you could fit the GI Joe figures in the lions if you wanted to. Buddy of mine you had Star Wars. Yeah, I never had the Star Wars toys, but um, I do remember like a buddy of mine had the Voltron toys, and we used to kind of mix them up, and the GI Joes did fit in them. Yeah, no, that's probably like hands down. Like the, for for Master Universe, I know this is geeky people. I'm sorry, but you know, He Man guys also substituted for wrestlers, and oh, yeah. I know I definitely substituted GI Joes for for wrestlers a lot of the oh, time yeah. too. Absolutely. And uh, and Star Wars one, it was it was. We are old, but there are were Star Wars toys before our time, but uh, yard sales. So you could get a few in the summer of just like a bunch of guys half chewed up. And you're like, well, Whatever. don't forget, like uh, the, the, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures were the same size as the He-Man figures. So you could play with those cool. together, too. Those yeah. are pretty cool. Um, I did a lot of uh, wrestling with He-Man and Ninja Turtle figures. Had a lot Who's of like, <laughs> figure fed. Who's my champ? Who's of course champ? it of course it was shredder yeah i mean he's gonna kill eight guys before the bell rings like that's not exactly terrible and it's also kevin nash super shredder so it's all coming together oh part (laughs) of my plan sexy big sexy shredder (laughs) terrible but yes that's that's how i convinced myself i was gonna buy a bunch of he-man and and the battle cat too but like yeah no just the just the battle cat so um fun i know you've been catching up you've enjoyed some of the uh the youtube from the master of the universe classics algorithm from the past uh i actually have 
this isn't a flex, a, a master, a classics battle cat, but um, just for some history for some people who are actually, you know, being stupid and, and uh, buying dumb stuff like 10 years ago, Digital River was the company that was handling the shipping and receiving, and they were an absolute nightmare. People not getting their stuff, you know, terrible customer service, just this weird third party doing the, the sending. And, you know, at the time when, you know, who'd have thought Battlecat, you know, at that time, 10 years ago, $30 is too expensive for a toy. Uh, bought one because I'm stupid. And they uh, they sent me a second one, so <laughs> that was the uh, the uh, the time of like I'm gonna meet uh, I'm gonna post this online and some guy I'm gonna meet some stranger in a coffee shop and I'm gonna have a little bag with a, a battle cat and 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 flip them. So it was the it was in the making of of getting a fluke and then just you know shame, this is definitely if it's 10 years ago there's definitely shame involved of just like hello sir hello battle cat yes i have a battle cat how did you get it it sold out they sent me two man so <laughs> get it for cost is no big deal but man dust grew ups so yeah so i got a little so you flipped it and gave it to him for cost yeah i didn't care yeah it's fine well back wow. in the day right I know who'd ever have thought yeah I know I should, like I should have kept it. $400 nowadays. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, back then. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go back in time and punch myself for many reasons. That would be one of them too. Yeah. I mean, look at the He-Man collection I sold. I sold yeah. it for 750 at the time. It's probably about 16, 1700 bucks now. If not more. Yeah. And obviously all the happiness, happiness it brought you. But, um, so that was my dumb, some of my dumb stuff. It was, uh, Balakat. We'll see. I'll open it for 20 bucks. I think I can open them up. Is that sweet spot? Sweet, sweet spot. And uh, both of you enable me in more ways than you know. Uh, I know, Turbo, you've been picking up some of the, the Netflix Masters of the Universe. And uh, I saw Manny faces staring back at me when I was uh, buying something of low quality at Dollarama, I'm sure. Uh, so, uh, Algorithm, the, the historian you know, the keeper of the annals of history. What is a man he faces? He's the actor of Eternia. <laughs> <laughs> yep, go on. Go He's off, an actor. He has, yeah, he just, he has the three faces. He started out, I believe, as kind of a neutral character, and then uh, they made him into a hero. That's about all I know about him. I, you know. Was there any difference in the mini comics, or was he always, an, uh, you know, a thespian? Uh, again, like I didn't read a lot of the comics, so. Oh, just from like really the, the toy, yeah. Oh, I see. He was an actor. I just remember the, the three faces. He had like his normal human face. He had a robot face, and he had like a monster face. Well, we can all relate the duality of man. I start off as a person, and then I kind of turn into a robot, and then I'm a monster by the end of the day. So we can all, we can all relate. Uh, what was your favorite face, guys, for Manny faces? Also, amazing name. The monster I used. Nice. I did the robot face. I was the nice. robot guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is a little dinky thing. Um, I like it. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't more than five dollars, but we'll see. He's a weirdo. He's on the shelf. But when I got that, I actually had bought an 
other many faces as well. So this oh, was, so kind of <laughs> it you. all it all ended up coming together, whether subconsciously, because I had forgotten I had pre-ordered the Origins many faces it's like a lunatic, and it's delayed. So I subconsciously I must have seen the Dollarama. I was like, you have a many faces on the way. You have other many faces. You should have many faces. You need many many faces. Uh, what did I do, guys? <laughs> Dude, you're talking to a guy who just bought three figures today, uh, and like two last AFC. week, and then two yeah. the week before that. So, <laughs> so, and and at some point you're supposed to get a package in the mail. Oh, many faces down. But yeah, these guys are really charming. I might not pick up many more of them, but you know, as a kid, if I if I saw myself as a kid, obviously stupid and ugly, but I'd be like, he would totally like this thing because you know he can headbutt, he can sit down, and he can drive a car. His action feature isn't too obnoxious. Like he can punch like the other He-Man characters and he can headbutt. He could probably yeah, you can make him twerk. Oh yeah. yeah. Twerking faces. Twerking many faces. That is it. Put him to uh, twerk. That's it. Um but yeah, speaking of things getting re-released again, obviously you're gonna grab the the Firefly. Are the new Masters of the Universe Revelations or Masterverse? Temptations for you, Turbo, since you dabbled a little bit? I'm still trying to get a Hordak. I'm, like, looking. They're sold out online on, on Big Bad Toy Store. I was looking. Because um, I want a Hordak. I want a She-Ra. Because those are my jam. I was a She-Ra fan more than He-Man. So I wouldn't mind getting some more of the, uh, the revelations if I can get more of the Horde side. So, yeah. It's it's going to be tough because they're dipping into the things that uh, you like. They're doing uh, concept art, so oh, you can buy. Son of a bitches. Much like so, yeah. So you, you can buy the the recreation of of the of your childhood ho- toy, and uh, you know make yourself feel good for about forty eight minutes. But then there's a little extra add-ons that you can make them look like you know the weird greek comic book version or you can make them look like the argentinian knockoff so oh, yeah. yeah so they, they they're smart now i mean they're always smart but yeah then now they're definitely dialing in and you're getting a bit more bang for your buck so is isn't that the one you got pre-ordered as well don't you have a pre-ordered no i just the dumb origins well no you're right it's the, it's the origins one so it's not an arm yeah. and a leg but yeah. it's just it's another Manny faces. But what's different? He's got uh, purple pants instead of purple chaps. Oh, nice. So he looks like the guy from the comic book, from the mini the mini comic, or some oh, weird so it's the comic iteration. book version. Yeah, it's the yeah. comic book version. They did yeah. that with the uh, Lords of Power too. Like there's the Lords of Power Beast Man, and then the the, the Merman, and of course Oop. they have the regular uh, like yeah. filmation style. And I need to get my hands on it. Beastman. I'll trade you a Beastman for a stunk, Stinkor. I already, I, my Stinkor is open though. That's fine. I'll get, I'll, I'll trade you an unopened uh, Beastman for a Stinkor. Oh, but I like my Stinkor and my Wind Raider. <laughs> I hear you. Son of a bitch. Just put it out there. Uh, it I'll have around. to think about it, damn it. That's it. It's good. Uh, it's good. I got to get stinky with it. But yeah, it was just you have it. you have the Stinkor in the Revelations line. Don't Actually, you? it's not even mine. It's the better halves. So oh. she had a bad day at work and went and bought one. So we'll probably <laughs> <to her. laughs> 
<laughs> That's what today was. was like, yep. This day sucks. This sucks. I mean, at least I need to put a smile on my face. Yes. Or at least didn't go right to the liquor store. So. <laughs> no, I dabbled in the old puffy puff pass pass when I got home. So Good. I am extremely elevated turbo. <laughs> Good. Shockingly. Shockingly. Not, yeah, not in the work, not, not in work hours, but. Nope. After it, for the algorithm, there is a true homage to Merman and Faker, which might be some temptation down the road. I hope you stay strong. Yeah, I I'm not really into the Revelation stuff. Um, no, I hear you. The cartoon kind of turned me off. So, sure. The uh, figure though is from the '80s cartoon, so he is the homage to all we know and love. From our youth. Yeah, he's he's like straight up filmation. It's pretty oh, pretty cool looking. Haven't seen that one. That's right. No one's safe. They figured out something for everyone. So, and that's they the same with the, with the faker. Yes. So, so good luck. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. Uh, so that that wasn't too bad. And the other purchase, we were out of town for a for a family thing and uh, went to a couple dusty walmart's for different reasons but uh you know you're in a walmart you're grabbing some some seltzer and some spinach and you're like hey let's uh how do i try and sneak away to the toy section how many times do you do it turbo or do you go a beeline I, right I, off the bat i do it on i like me and my wife we don't shop together like we're not that type of couple where we go to the grocery store sure. together like it's just not us so i just go when i want to go and I don't really have to worry. Like, uh, usually I'll be like, I'm going to go for a walk. Or she goes, yeah, you're going to the toy store. And be like, yeah. Yeah. It's, she goes, all right. Walk. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's my walk. So, yeah. But that was, that was the, that's, that's, it's never been a thing. I never had to sneak away or be like, Good. you know, I just, I just go. And everyone's like, like, well, I've gone shopping with the, her and the kids a couple of times yeah. this year. And like those, we go to the mall. It's. They go to the clothing store. I walk into EB Games and start looking at figures, and they know where to find me when they're done doing their thing. <laughs> so a trail of just, plastic, just a or or just I'm still there looking because I can't decide because I'm very indecisive sometimes when I'm looking at toys because I'm like, oh, I want that and I want that. Oh, I need that too. It's like, well, I only got so much money, so I got to figure it out. So then I'll look around and find something completely new that I might be into and be like, no, nah, should I start this? No, I shouldn't start this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad when, you know, you're 45 years old in a toy store trying to make, you know, life changing decisions. Apparently <laughs> you want to make the right decisions, not the, not the, the bullshit ones. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, I got to go. Luckily, luckily my, my, my net is, is wide. I'll, I'll say it is, <laughs> but I don't have any buyer's remorse yet. I haven't bought anything that I'm like, Oh, I should never have spent the money on that. Oh no, that could be even worse. I, it can be, but I'm, I'm happy that I don't have that feeling because buyer's remorse is fine. Cause like, you know, you can might be able to trade it with someone like, you know, I'll trade my stink or for a beast man, that sort of thing. So it's not so bad, but like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I, and every time I put something on the shelf, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> like you need to work on him algorithm. You need to, <laughs> you, need to you need to work on him. You need to give him some sense. I've nah. tried. <laughs> like I've done. I've done all I can. Yeah. When did you know it was a point of no return for Turbo? When did you know, like, look, all I have to do is just try and be supportive. 
Uh, I, I don't even know. I just, I always laugh to myself because I remember, and I've said this a million times and he's going to groan, but I just remember that we, when we were kind of starting at the podcast and we were looking for subjects to talk about and one of them was toys and it was basically just an excuse for me to try to sell my He-Man collection, but we got talking about adult collectors and he said yeah, how stupid like, it was. Yep, and now I'm a complete fucking fanatic. Now he's and... balls deep. Oh, I'm more than balls. <laughs> I don't understand the whole, the whole, the taint is even in there. Like I, I, I can still remember. Like why would a, why would an adult want to collect toys? It doesn't make, you know. Well, it was more that. Me. It was more like I don't understand. Like I never got the fascination of, was of holding on to shit. I'm just like, yeah. oh, do you really need like, do you really You're need a, a whole rambling, room? Rambling this? rose. Yeah, like I was more of a like, I, like if I, in all honesty, when I thought I'd be collecting things, I thought it would be video games. Yeah. So I'm shocked it's toys, but I, like I'm into it now. So, and I'm glad I'm into toys and not video games because video games is madness right now. So, so much out there. Well, yeah. Aside from being expensive, it's just like you can't do that. Like, we can do take photos of your video games. Like, well, you you talk about playing them, like I guess, like I mean, if I was, you know, you'd be, you'd be, yeah, you'd be, I'd be talking to somebody about it. Yeah, but the emulators are like some of them are so different from the actual yeah, original some game. Aren't. Some of them aren't, though. No, oh, I know, but it's just more if you want to so play many good games that we'll never get a chance to play. What was the newest Final Fantasy they dropped? Sixteen? Yeah, twenty-six. Sixteen. 16 like I, like oh, maybe i should go back and just try them all in reality like how long is that gonna take like i'm not i'm not here for that long speaking well, of it, oh yeah go ahead oh, no no you go ahead sorry well i was gonna go into a bit of a rant so you better get Good. what you're getting no at. no you go ahead and do you your rant okay well it's not a rant but it's um friggin zelda the original zelda is impossible to beat in one sitting um I I was able to complete uh, Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo in one sitting. Not oh, wow. technically not one sitting, but with one man, it's uh, about a 12, 13 hour experience. So <laughs> what, what, what part there, of your body shuts down first? To sit there in one sitting, it's tough. But I did beat it in one man, and I mean, I saved it. I only saved it the once, and I saved it like in a reasonable spot. It wasn't like, you know, I was almost dead, so I saved it and then try kept you know, trying to get out of it. Um, I legitimately did it. But Zelda, like the original, I just figure, okay, well, I'll just like rip this off. And uh, man, like I'm up to four or five tries now. Um, the last try I had to walk away. So it's it's basically going to take me about four, four and a half hours, it looks like. Um, I've kind of put some restrictions on myself one of the restrictions being that i cannot look up maps um online that i have to you know i have to basically work with what you would have if you bought the game yeah and Plus so the first couple of try yeah the, the first couple of tries <laughs> like i remembered some things um there's a trick where you know if you kill all the enemies on the screen and leave one behind that stays like that for the rest of the game so i i use that to my advantage um but the, the last time that I played it, I got all the way to Ganon's castle, like Ganon's dungeon. And like, again, not looking up maps or anything. You need the silver arrow to actually complete the game for those who you know, have completed the game. 
and I was wandering around and I was trying to find the, the friggin' silver arrow and I wandered into his room and Ganon's room and it shuts the doors on you. And I didn't have the silver arrow, so guess what? Gone. Oh, and it's all for not. All the way, four and a half hours I spent and I got all the way <laughs> and got into his room and, it sh- and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done for a while. For three days straight, I was obsessed with trying to do it. And I... There was times like with that game, it goes from zero to 60. That's, that's part of it, but I know what to expect now. So like the difference between dungeon five and dungeon six is ridiculous. Like you have to go and you have to make sure that you're basically got everything that you would like, you you can't leave anything behind. Like you got to get the magic sword. You got to get all your heart containers that you can find you dungeon six is a prick and it killed me like two or three times. And then I finally like got past all that stuff. And then, oh, it was so maddening. So I'm just like, I got to walk away from this for a while. You just like just immediately walk into a cold shower? Or like, how, how do you cope with that? It just, it should have been so easy. Well, I was, I was like, I'm just like, fuck. Are you vibrating? Like, just like. It's at least it's only four and a half hours. Like it would have been yeah. like, it would have been something if it was like 12 hours or something. But it's just, it's still pretty freaking annoying. Like. Oh no! What's a nightmare? Uh, I feel, so I, feel I, I like the good thing is is that when I do play it again, um, I'll remember the path that I took, and I know not to go that way. But I thought for sure I was taking the path to the Silver Arrow. Oh, it was so frustrating. I just think of the fa- the millions of children who just are traumatized by that as well. You got to relive that as well with all the kids, and I think that's their. I mean, back then though, you're just trying to beat the game, so it's. It's not a huge deal if you die, as long as you're saved at a certain spot. But in this case, like I, I can't. I want to do it in one sitting. I want to do it with one man, so it's no good. Right? Have so you I guys have been catching any other insane speed runs, like on YouTube? Well, this isn't a speed run. It's just I'm just What's trying to speedy? accomplish it in one man. Um, that's, no, that's no small task. So the, and the thing is, is like I was thinking about it. Like all the other RPGs for the Nintendo, like. There's no way you're you're gonna be able to do that with Dragon Warrior. Like I was thinking about Dragon Warrior, and it's like no, because there's like a ton of grinding that you have to do in that game. So you're looking at, I don't even know how long it takes. I think it's like 15 or 16 hours to actually beat the game. Because there's there's points if you've ever played it, you know what I'm talking about. There's there's points where you're literally grinding for like four or five hours straight. Just getting strong, putting in reps, getting stronger. Exactly. So it's getting it's like stronger. Zelda's like Zelda's like that sweet spot, and you guys know with Final Fantasy, like the same thing. There's you're gonna get into grinding, and you're gonna get into hours of grinding. You're gonna just just destroy your eyeballs just walking around. Well, my squares. wife right now, she's playing the new Zelda for the Switch. I was gonna say that's uh, everyone's losing their minds. She's uh well no not that one. She's playing uh Breath of the Wild, not Tears sure. of the Kingdom. Everyone's everyone's lost their minds on that one too. Yeah, so she's enjoying it, and but like you know to, you know, get everything in the game, um, and like unlock all your heart containers, you have to do like 120 shrines. You got to collect 999 Kuoko seeds, and oh, you got to get all your armor leveled up, and like it's a lot of grinding. Like she likes it because she just likes go. Like she gets into like farming for things. She'll she's very like she can get into that 
mindset of I just got to get meat. I'm going to go kill things and collect <laughs> meat so I can sell the meat to get the money and I can use the money to get the armor and then I get the armor to then to the place to upgrade. So it's like all collecting like herbs and like it's very resource oriented, the new Zelda. So you got to kind of grind and like that's not me. I'm not a type of person's like I'm like, I mean, in Final Fantasy, How for some reason, do I, I would do it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like... But you yeah, want a chainsaw. You're like, I want to be able to throw a chainsaw at a guy. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, I remember doing that. Yeah. Oh. Suplexing a train. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> this is your so stuff. Saban. Saban. Take that, uh, yeah. I, Take that Thomas. Yeah. Picks up a train and drops it. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Fuck. Fuck you, Thomas. Uh, that's it. <laughs> the little train that couldn't. Am I right? Yeah. You can't uh, do shit. You can't do shit. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you guys, for the algorithm household, do you guys think you might get a Switch or you're good with the, the Xbox? No, that's never going to happen. I Fair just, enough. The game, like, that stuff is like five and four or five years old and the games are still the same price as they were. Like, <laughs> yes. There's never any price drops. And They're geniuses. I'd love, to, I'd love to play the Zelda games, but uh, I yeah. just. I, I can't justify spending like five hundred dollars just to play that game. No, people do, but no, you're absolutely right. It's so tough. It's 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 so disappointing. Um, for the longest say, time, our switch was just for Animal Crossing, and then then my daughter got into Pokemon. So then then it was uh, what was it? Uh, cozy Co- Cozy Grove, and like it's basically the. Uh, farm machine or the simulator or like collection machine where you have to collect resources like it's those type of games they're into man i i they they they're dialed into that stuff i can't get into it like that's why they love minecraft that's why they like slime rancher like because it's all about just resource building and whatnot and i'm just like i just want to shoot things in the face (laughs) can i drop kick well, since we're on the topic of video games, did anyone watch that trailer I put in the chat? That is a heck of a trailer. It's fucking bananas. I am so stoked for this game. It is going to be like it's going to consume my September. Like, <laughs> I was going to pose that question to both of you guys. Like, do you see, you know, any new game that's like, okay, this could be a problem, but. Um... Oh, Starfield. Starfield yeah. would be a problem. Yeah. You just want to go kick some, some aliens in the face? Well, the I'm fact actually that I... kind of interested in that, too. Yeah. The name of the game, yeah. So what are the highlights as far as for that? Because uh, Big Crusher's out there. The Final Fantasy is getting very good reviews. It's actually more combat-based than drop-down menus of eat, you know, eat apple, cast magic missile. You're actually punching and kicking. And then the flip side, uh, Diablo... You know, El Diablo. And, My young uh, fellow's playing Diablo 4, and he, he's already got, like, oh, my God. Like, he just got it, I think, like, two weeks ago when it came. Whenever it came out, he got, he got the pre-order. And I think he's got probably 300 hours on it now or something. And he's already beaten the game, like, 19 times. But he's, like, doing different builds with each character. So a dex build with the Necromancer, a strength build with the Necromancer, it's all about the skill tree, right? And that's what they love doing. They just love building these characters and seeing the giant numbers of how much damage you can do. That's that's the big thing. I was going to say, speaking of utter disappointment, one gentleman uh, for Algorithm was grinding for about 100 hours, you know, pre-order. And 
the the company reset the servers so that they could update the uh, the store where you buy all the doodads and just lost all of his content because he's going to do the you have one life to live like we all do lose everything just because the companies that got reset so the people oh. are putting in people are putting in crazy work grinding just eye bleeding so that's not what I want to do I just want to go to the bone zone and kick some skeletons but <laughs> all depends on the game like I. Yeah. I can get in that mindset. Um, I I don't know what it was about drag. Like, I guess for now it's the nostalgia because I got Dragon Warrior in the early '90s. I was like '91 or something like that. Um, a buddy of mine had. It, it's funny because it reminded me of the story when you said that you got the two battle cats. Um, there was a, a promo. I still remember it. There was a promotion where if you bought Nintendo Power you would get a copy of Dragon Warrior. And so he did, and for some reason they sent him another. So he sold me it, like, brand new, like, for 10 bucks. Because he's just like, I got it free, you know, 10 bucks, whatever. I'm like, cool. And it came with, like, extra little some extras, like a strategic map and stuff like that. And I just remember, like, you know, playing that quite a bit back in the day. And just that's why it always held that nostalgia for me. And back then it was one of those games that took a long time because it was just, it was so different from any other Nintendo game. And I hadn't really, like, I was never really into like hardcore RPG. It's, it's funny calling it a hardcore RPG, but for me, it is. Um, I was never into those games as a kid, like mostly text-based stuff. Yeah. You're a PC kid so as well. My idea of RPG was Zelda at that point. That's not really even an RPG, but um, yeah. So it was, it was kind of different for me and I just, it just clicked. And yeah, so it's always, I've always kind of, always kind of had a soft spot for it. No, for sure. The the games are super duper charming too. Have you thought about doing any of the, the imports that have the proper subtitles dialogue changed over to English? Catching up on stuff you didn't play? Uh, no, well, I have one, two, three, and four for the, uh, like I got those when Turbo was kind enough to put a bunch of games on my NES Classic for me. Nice. Um, so I've, I've beaten one and two. Um, I was playing three there for a while, but kind of got away from it for a bit. Um, and then there was the one for the PlayStation that I got from you. I remember you got me a like a burned copy of it when I modded uh, the yeah, PlayStation. PlayStation. And I, I did beat that one as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are doing a lot others. of great fan works as far as for, yeah, just going back in, stuff that we never got, taking the ROM, changing everything to English, good to go. So that's very good. Have I done that little bit? No. Do I have a couple on my phone the odd time? You know, just, you know, they may be like, you know, two meg, play them on the phone in the emulator, but uh, Turbo I'd has still, had... I'd yeah, s- I was just going to say, I would still love to see a copy of the six-man scramble that we used to play just in English, just just to see what what it says. Um, absolutely. The, the fake names, the moves, the, the, the nuance yeah. of of uh, the AI, of how, like, how many times do you want your guy to suplex when he's in the corner? Um, just absolutely absurd. And that's also why Saturn games are stupid expensive still, because they are hard to emulate because of possibly bad programming. I don't know. But <laughs> still got my copy. Is it worth a lot? No. Other Saturn games? Yes. 
but yeah, Turbo, you you the Herculean task of you restarted role playing games that you haven't played in a million years. Yeah. So speaking of like algorithm, like you know, trying to find a the silver arrow, how tough is it? I mean, obviously we're we're old heads. You know, we had sixteen bit, thirty two bit. The things were a bit different. There's pass there's password saves, actual yeah. memory cards. But uh, yeah, you run a game and then you have to start all over again. You're you're right. You're, you're playing next new gen games, and you have to try to realize who am I? Where do I go? Oh yeah. So like I like the thing I liked about uh, retro games is they they tend to be a little more uh, what we call rudimentary and simple. You know, A B C D E F G. What I find in the newer games when they're open world is you kind of get lost and you kind of go. You also smoke like if I, weed, ladies and well, that too, but I mean, like, to, to be fair, my memory's not that bad. I mean, yes, I did hallucinate a couple of cartoons being created. We won't talk yeah. about that. But A pivotal part but, of your childhood, apparently. In person. <laughs> pivotal part pivotal of my childhood that part I just completely... But completely made up. Um, Disassociate. But, <laughs> just, yeah, complete dissociation of, of reality. But To me, it was a Tuesday. I remember, like... I remember, I remember, you know, Final Fantasy and Zelda and those games. Like, they're very, you know, matter of fact, you, you know where to go. Because, um, you know, A, B, C, D. Yeah, in Zelda, you had to, like, try to remember patterns when you're going through the dungeons. But at least, you know, you, once you figured out the pattern, you're going to remember the pattern because it made you do it so many fucking times. Like, it, the game made you try to remember where games now is you don't really have to remember where to go because you can go over there and find something that may help you on the quest that you're trying to complete. It's very open world. Mind you, there is a linear task. Like you can just follow the main story, but the game is about exploring. And what happens is I get too caught up in walking around and trying to find shit. Just vibing. So then, yeah, just vibing, especially, you know, when you're elevated, what are you doing? You're just playing a game. You're just like, I'm going to walk over there and see what happens. Six hours later, I'm into the game and like, I haven't even done the first mission yet, but I'm like level 14 because I was walking for hours. But like, you know, so it's kind of good for the grind, but like you just get lost. And then the, the thing is, is when you leave the game and say you, you take a month off and then you come back and you're like, who the fuck am I again? What am I supposed to be doing? Where do I go? Why do I have so that? many wheels of cheese? What was, these, what, these <laughs> what was I doing? Why did I have... Why do I have 25 wheels of cheese? Do I need these? What was I saving these for? Like just weird stuff like that. Algorithm convention can definitely chime in that I, I went a little too hard on Skyrim, but he just wild out, do stuff. And then you'd actually catch up to the quest of like, we need you to find a golden ammo. I'm like, here you go. We need you it. to drink <laughs> out of the skull of Baldrick. Keep Here it is. We need you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the 10 rings. I, yes. And here I, they are. Like I don't even know that guy was a bad guy. I just fucked him up. Whatever. <laughs> I remember. I do remember. You were here for uh, three or four days, and you tried to beat Skyrim in three and four days. Yeah. And I remember getting up. I had to work, but you were staying at our house. And I remember getting up at like four a.m. to take a piss, and I, you'd be in there playing the game, just playing in there. And and uh, folks, Skyrim's old now, but and also a very buggy game. I'm curious to go back and, and revisit it. All but, the mods are ridiculous for it now. But yeah, fun fact: when you do that, like it breaks the game way too much. Like the dialogue, the the characters trying to like, you need to find this and then this and then talk to this guy. But when you've already done that before, you even met the person who's going to give you your quest. Is, is please stop? 
weird buzzing and beeps and you're just like dumping artifacts on this guy's coffee table like yeah what else you got you got a problem with this already taken care of you know this guy killed your dad no big deal this guy is up with your wife gone Don't i killed him too it. i, I killed him all too. of your problems yeah this conversation's over give me money shut up and give me money stop but, talking <laughs> i did everything but yeah so i would just get get stuff i like i don't know what this does i can't throw it out and then five hours later like oh only you can bring back the tree of mystery and like uh, is this it yes thank you okay bye um but you revisiting a thing like that I don't yeah. know, but and and also it's like we played way too much Resident Evil. So you know, you rent Resident Evil. Like, where am I supposed to go? Where do I find this little key? Um, for those type of games, it's like. Do, do you remember? Since we're talking about Resident Evil, do you remember the time we when you bought your PlayStation, you got re, you got no Resident memory Evil. Card. You had no memory card, and we sat there and we beat it through the like we started Friday night and Sunday. We were at the last boss. I can't remember if we beat him, but I, I think. think we did. I, I don't think he did, and you're so angry. You're like, I just want to save. I cannot. Isn't that save. when you guys you were telling me that when you went to sleep for four or five hours, you had to leave the thing going? Yep. Yeah. And it never died. It was, I guess, one of the few well-made ones back in the day. But uh, I was lucky enough it never died, considering the the constant trauma that we were putting it through. Oh my god! Do you remember how many rounds of Street Fighter Alpha Two did we play on your PlayStation? Or just rounds of like crappy games too, like <laughs> like World Heroes Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. remember that shit we were running? Oh my god! If anything, now we're uh, surrounded by quality games that we don't have time for. But uh, I was going to lament like the trouble you guys have of you revisited a game and and modern role playing games, even action games now have have skill trees. So I'm I'm picking up a game of like uh, I'm going to put all my stats in the headbutts, and I was like, no, 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 I was supposed to do that in kicks. Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys as far as for like, I can't, I can't come back. You can't go back. You can't always go back. Yeah. It's, it's tough to go, like try to go back and play something that you were nostalgic for. Like I have a, a, a very strong nostalgia for the original animated Batman and Robin game for the Genesis. Like that is one of my favorite favorite fucking batman side scrolling games as well as because it's, it's, it's literally ethan page yeah yeah it's 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 like it's like contra but with batman and robin and big like the fan boss, of gun batman are, yeah well well he just shoots the batarang right. and then like you can make it a spread batarang or a three-way you know that type of so thing like people. a three shooter you, yeah exactly he, he he killed a lot of people on that game but it was it was like a cool concept because it was based off of the art of the, uh, the uh, animated Batman series. And it just, it was probably one of the best looking games that the Genesis had. And I love that game. Now to go back and play it, I'm just like, man, do I suck? But I remember playing that as a kid and get like beating, like beating that game. I think I got to the Joker and I think I wrapped it, but like, I remember beating it as a kid, but I, you think I can do it now? No. Because I'm just so dialed into like modern controls that like simple controls just throw me off. I'm like, it's two buttons. I should know. I should be better at this. My time like, I can pull a, up. I can pull an eight hit combo in Mortal Kombat and use like nine buttons. I can't push B and A at the same time. To sounds do like something. you. Sounds it's like weird. you gave up one part of your brain for the something else. Yeah. I, I know it's weird. Blame what? it on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, man. But yeah, for, for each of you guys, I'm sure you have different, you know, interests. But um, for each of you, Starfield, big, crazy game, like what's, what draws it, you to it? individually like what specifically like i obviously you're a busy man obviously also most importantly you guys got a new dog and that's awesome it's dog day summer everybody but uh, uh sure it's not good to have dog i don't remember a puppy being this much work if <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'd if i'd have known some of the things do, do, I know do you want to know why you don't remember because it was mostly the wife that did it. Exactly. Oh. But, and it's true, it's true, the, the first puppy that we had. But in my defense, that is when I worked from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. So, well, I wasn't there. I wasn't, I wasn't there to do a lot of the stuff. You could have done stuff on the weekend you chose not to. No, I don't have weekends. I've, I haven't, I haven't had weekends off. Well, no, that's not true. During the <laughs> COVID, when I got the new job, I had weekends. I had a year off of weekends out of my last fourteen years. Ever since I've worked for the paper, I've never had weekends off, sir. Yeah, that sucks. You're getting holidays off though, so that's good. I get the day before the holiday off. Okay, that's pretty good. Yes. But yeah, so Doggo, what's what is the kryptonite? Actually, crypto, the, the Superman dog. Is it uh, the peeing, the pooping, the biting, the chewing, the uh, the it's barking, all of the, above. the allergy, all of the above? Man's best friends. We've got him pretty much like house trained, but um, yeah, like we we still can't put. There's we have a carpet in the living room and a carpet that as you come into the door we can't put those down yet. Um, the living room is like basically a dog Thunderdome like toy room or playroom now um we can't leave him alone because he cries <laughs> and howls you guys get a wolf um yeah. he can't you guys got dingo like, actually i think you guys got ripped off all of our sneakers all of our sneakers are put up on shelves and stuff now like we can't put the crocs them, the crocs are up on a shelf he loves okay. those yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves them. They're chewy. So do I. He chews the shit out of them. He'll chew. He'll chew anything but his toys. Yep. So chew toys. And it's like, uh, he gets. He gets the, like he gets. I don't even know how to explain it. He gets into these moods where he just, he goes nuts. So he starts galloping <laughs> around the house. He it's called the grabs. zoomies. Oh, all the in. Zoomies, He's yes. got the zoomies. He grabs things he Zoom knows weed. he shouldn't. He'll he'll go out and grab a sneaker and he'll take it right in front of you and start gnawing on us and look at you while he does it. I think you have an alpha. Yep. He's a, he is a pretty cute little fella, but man, it's he didn't respect you. He does not respect me at all. <laughs> he does not respect your authority. He uh, he stopped humping my leg, but he still humps he still humps other people's legs. I finally had enough one day. Like when you wake up in the morning and he first sees you, he gets excited, so he comes over and he starts humping your leg. Ooh. I started humping his leg, and he stopped now. Fair enough. You you assume dominance. You after? Is I just, that what you're trying to do? There was just one day I just had enough. I'm like, how do you like it? And I grabbed his hind leg and I humped his leg. And then from then on, he looked at me. He's like, what the fuck, bro? And then that was the end of it. All right. So, there you go. Yep. 
You chew on his sneakers. Yeah, chew on his toys. That's right. Just grab one of his, like, grab his octopus and just chew it in front of him and just rip it open. Well, hopefully there's dogs in Starfield, but uh, like if you guys find the time, and obviously let's say it gets super duper cheap, what um, what brings you guys individually to Starfield? Turbo, ahead, Turbo, go off in the comments. Go off, and then we'll jump in. Oh, on the so so essentially for me for Starfield, I, I'm in, I'm just looking forward to uh, just exploring space. Uh, honestly, I'm just like I can build a rocket that looks like a mech. I'm in. Let's try that. <laughs> I'm gonna drive this giant, fucked up looking spaceship. Cause you know I can't build shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna marry, and I'm not gonna really put the time in to learn how to do it. So I'm just gonna build the most fucked up looking thing and try to fly it to a planet, and then see if I can fuck up that planet. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like, why not? Why, let's just do that and just, you know, can I, I'm, I'm wondering if like it's going to get like to the minutia where if I like say I go to one planet and take an animal with me and I throw <laughs> it on the other planet, will it like take over and kill everything? Like that would be really cool if you could do shit like that, like really affect like the ecosystems and shit. I'd be all for it. <laughs> just chaos. Just, just you in Vegas yeah. or Fallout 3 just walking into town, shooting the sheriff in the face. Like, yeah, I'm a sheriff now. That was and the best, me, the most fun in Fallout. It's just like I don't like your answer. I'm going to kill you so I can take your stuff. Yeah, I I still remember the, with the Fallout. Uh, the first thing he did is when no you're witnesses. in Fallout Three, when you're when you're leaving the vault. Um, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I talked my way out of it. I got out of there because there's a, and I'm glad I did it because there's a quest later on, and if you kill certain people, you don't get that quest later. And he's like, yeah, I killed the overseer right in front of his daughter, and then I left. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's done. Yeah. That's how you burn a bridge. Overseer being like the leader was, of this colony. I was exuding yeah. dominance because she had no respect for me, so I killed her dad. You gave, She became the main protagonist, and you became the villain of the story. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 So for me, for Starfield, it's, um, I'm hoping that, and, and it does look like it shares some commonality with, uh, with the way that, uh, that Fallout plays. Yeah, it's tough to, I mean, as far as for follow being glitchy and stuff like that, they hit the head on so many different things. So it's it's just basically, this is exactly what I like and I like how this handles. I well, I mean, the game game's been might... being developed for like 11 years now. It's yeah, good, yeah. It's, it, it looks like a game that my son would really enjoy as well. He loves the Fallout games and he loves space and stuff, so. Hell yeah, space is the place. Yeah. I think farting around and then just doing stuff and yeah, exactly. It's just like just like Skyrim, go planets, find weird stuff. Only this time it's you know the Orion's belt of belt that I could do. Like oh, I already have it. Here you go, done. It's fine. And then maybe kick some aliens in the face. But I think I think I really like the the Skyrim games and the Fallout games. You know the graphics were so so at the time, pretty good for some, but just wandering around, getting in trouble. And uh, dying horribly, way too much, and restarting my save. The the game looks amazing. Like what's what they've like what they've shown of it. Like I've been watching like the coverage at Gamescom and all that type of stuff. Like the game looks ridiculous. Like it looks really good. Consider, I mean, well, it's we're out. It's next gen hardware. So, like, actually, I don't even actually, Al, I don't even know if you're going to be able to play the game. I was going to say that. I, heard I think that it's only. I think it's only. I think Xbox it's Series one. S and X. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't yeah my son has one. No, no, oh. he has a One S, doesn't he? Because uh, if it's an Xbox One S, it's not the new one. If it's an Xbox Series S, it'll work. I think it is a. It's he just got it like last year. Okay. Yeah, but they could have been on sale. I don't. I don't know, right? <laughs> like, I honestly I don't. So. I, something tells me it is a Series S, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Does it have a disc drive? No. Okay, so it's a digital version, so you should be fine then. Yeah. But how many That'd gigs be the series is going to be? Well, they're saying it's 100 gigs right off the top. So, like, they're saying it's going to be huge. You it's going to be like it's going to be like your Call of Duty. I'm not worried. I got 10 terabytes. I'm I'm good. It's a it's a it's a white one. I yeah, I could go out and look at it, but it's it's white and it doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah. So it's probably yeah. the Series S. But yeah, they're not going to make any new Xbox One games anymore? Are they just going to be streaming? They're just going to be cloud. Like, you're only going to be able to do cloud streaming. Okay. Yeah, and the Xbox One's for any of the newer games. They're not going to put out two versions anymore. Okay. Xbox One and the Series. Yeah, so you're going to have to get a a Series S. I mean, those are pretty cheap now, too. Am I going to be able to get cheap Xbox One games now? If people are, like, the party's over? Oh yeah, you're going to see a lot of people like selling their collection off pretty quick. I'd say. Excellent physical media, baby. Stuff I don't need and I haven't played yet. Correct. Yep, it'll be going into the retro room with the the VCR and the record player. <laughs> yep. Nice. A uh, GameCube, a Wii, original Xbox, PlayStation One, thanks to Neighbors Sidewalk. So. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on the podcast that we couldn't air because the audio was so poor. (laughs) Just found a PlayStation on the sidewalk. All right, keep. (laughs) And you got a wicked game in it, too, wasn't it? You had a pretty good game in it. Ape Escape's pretty darn good. Ape Escape was a good game. It was a good game. You got to catch those monkeys. Catch those motherfuckers. And they they, had the the sirens on their head, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game. That game was the shit. So nostalgia. So I still have a few PlayStation games, but dust those off for a rainy, a rainy day. I guess I've got. Uh, you still have your Saturn too, correct? Oh yeah, I still have my so, PlayStation Two as well. So how how often do you fire up Six Man Scramble? Like, do you guys get like super high and jump <laughs> on should. there and show her how to many I, show her how to power bomb a guy I into can't pixels? Let anyone know that about that past time um <laughs> but no not that i do it too too much but uh, actually it's been like quite a while but there is a pc version of fire pro now and it's it's the yes Swan you gave Song. it to me you son of a bitch steam sale actually guys uh yeah. I, hope, I hope the steam the summer steam sale isn't uh murdering your wallet because there's lots of good games on sale and you have a gaming laptop yeah i have an okay gaming laptop I didn't go full bore because I knew it would be a, a problem. So I can only play up to a certain thing. So, but I do have I do have a lot of fighting games that I never played before um, because they'll they'll run. And I'm looking at you know, there's the the you know I can play some Xbox games on there too with the uh, PC Game Pass since I have Ultimate. So it's kind of neat. So I get to go on there and do that. Um, so you know I get to partake if the kid the, the wife and the kid are downstairs using the big tv i can come up here and still play a game and not feel left out because let's be honest i'm never going to play the the, the switch i like i'll play for the like the family games like when we have game night we'll do mario party and jackbox and you know that type of thing but like 
as far as like games go, like I I I have Yoshi's crafty crafty wild and woolly game or something. So I was like dabbling in that a little bit. There's the Pokemon games I started and I was dabbling in those, but like and then I started Zelda and I'm like 12 hours in and I've only done two two shrines and my wife is like are you stupid? And I'm like yes, apparently I am. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah. That's what I've been up to. You know, for the algorithm I can't let myself get into the PC version of the Fire Pro. What they did was really nice. Like, it was kind of a swan song. Like they're not going to make any more of these games. Like the studio is moving on to different things. So for a few years ago, so basically the Fire Pro was a Japanese wrestling game that ignored all copyright, and they just threw every wrestler almost ever. There's about 300 characters of real life people from WCW, WWE, Mexico, Japan, mixed martial artists, kickboxers, boxers. Uh, all under and just gave them bizarro names and just changed the color of their hair. But um, so the company, they what they did was now the extent is you can just with Photoshop if you want, you can make any outfit attire if you want, and then just import it into the game. So it's really weird. People will be photorealistic now. You can have any music track you want. You can create the arenas now. Yeah, the friend can, is really cool in that game. You can, you, and then their, their swan song was, we're just going to let you be able to make your own moves now. So, you know, thanks yeah. for everything for all these years. You can get into the animation editor and you can just make your own moves, your own taunts, whatever. You, you know, have this forever and enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah, there's some guys on there that are putting out some really crazy mods. Like, they made the Beverly Brothers and they animated their finishing maneuver. They'll jump up and pull them down by the head and spike them. But Man, it, it, looks br- it looks brutal in the game. Like, I'm just like, oh, this is cool. It's a, it's a really fun, like, when I get, like, nostalgic and, you know, I'm wanting to play wrestling, I turn that on. It's fun, man. I'm no good at it. I get my ass beat, but, man, it's fun to play. I should put on, like, just battle royals of random wrestlers like we used to watch. I'm like, oh, who's going to oh win? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we did that. How many hours of our lives did we waste doing that? My God. I, too many. But to, for <laughs> algorithm, like, if I obsessed over how someone's boot laces, you know, laces, I can't. I'm just going to obsess over someone's hammer lock. So I can't do that. I cannot <laughs> I think you should that. so get into that. Oh, the soles <laughs> of this guy's boots are actually, he has white boots, but he actually has black soles. And he goes with high socks. So there's going to be a little line for his sports socks. So you have to change that subtly. And it's it like, was okay, crazy. Yeah, it's... so that is mental illness. So I cannot... Go back to, oh, this guy. Well, actually, uh, Dean Malenko, what he does is the arm capture body slam. To, so I've got to go animate that now. And, uh, you know, I've been fired from my job because I haven't showed up. So I'm glad it exists. I'm glad old heads like us are still playing the hell out of it and just watching, like, crazy, crazy matches from simulation. But, man, I can't, I can't let that happen. I just... I don't got much time left, guys. I can't let that happen. <laughs> I got, uh, I got. Speaking of watching like simulations and stuff like that, I got hooked on. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this guy. He's a YouTuber. Is Ricky J. Uh, he will take the latest version of the WWE game, and he has battle royals. Oh, and he like not just wrestlers. So he'll have like a like an '80s cartoon battle royal. So. He goes and he gets all the creator wrestlers. He downloads them all. So there's like, you know, 
eighties cartoons. So there's like, um, like Lion-O, there's He-Man, there's Skeletor, blah, blah, blah. And they look pretty good. Like some of them are kind of dumb, but, and he'll do, uh, he'll do what he calls seasons. So there'll be like 10 battle Royals in a season. And then he'll take the 10 winners of each of those battle Royals. He'll have a second season. He'll take those 10 winners and then once he gets up to 30, he'll have like an ultimate battle royal. And it's like, it's just interesting. And it's di- like each battle royal has its own theme. So it's like 80s cartoons, 80s like horror icons. A lava um, rumble. I'm looking at some now. Yeah. And the, the, like he's pretty, he gets really into it. Like when he's doing the commentary, you can tell like he really enjoys it. Like he's not just kind of sitting there and being like, oh, and look what happens here. He's like excited to see what's going to happen. Just like, I don't know. It's just, I got hooked on it. It's just, it was interesting. No, it's fun. I think what we liked was the, the unexpected chaos and possibly game breaking. Like when we do it either in WBF games or the, the Japanese games of, because the, the lines that get blurred and then the person would actually act appropriately or they'd be some like oh why those people hate each other in real life why are they going at it like this in this dumb video game like how did that sync up so and just the absurdity of like yeah, suplexing a guy into someone's spine i still, I still remember one of the the, the the high points of fire pro because we that was probably the one we played the most and I still remember when the three of us were playing and we had to put in a couple of, like, we had to put a, fill the rest of them in with computers, uh, computer control guys. And I still remember, and it was the only time I can remember um, Turbo and I and the computer jumping in and giving you a triple power bomb off the top rope. And it was the only triple move I have ever seen. Yeah, I know. It just, the and it weird. Was like it was, sadly enough, it was a highlight. It was like, whoa, did you <laughs> see that? Yeah, no. It just like did the weird one offs. Off. No, it was good. It was it's something, hey, man, you, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. And uh, just the absurdity <laughs> of it. And, and especially for like limitations for some games, like for that, that game was a 2D. I, I sound so stupid saying this. And that game was a 2D game, so you'd have to properly line up for sprites to hit. But then some magic moment would happen, and then eight guys just punch you in the face all at once. And then it's just like, and then obviously you're dead. So just the weird little magic moments in there as far as for stuff. Winning the lottery. Exactly. Exactly. We were easy to impress but yeah i'm seeing mr perfect take on roman reigns and the ultimate warrior and booker t and one man gang and and the undertaker in a battle royal right now thanks to ricky j sports so shout out to all of our nostalgia fun fun stuff man like the things you find on the internet sometimes (laughs) sure i also i also got hooked (laughs) just before actually just before we started the podcast um this guy goes to small towns and he just kind of drives like small towns that this isn't really geeky, but it is, I guess he, uh, small towns that are kind of notorious on the internet. So, I mean, one of the, one of the notorious small towns on the internet is Gary, Indiana. Have you guys heard of this place? Yes. So apparently it's like the murder, the murder, like per capita murder, I like how you're going to say murder no. of the U S so there's like 69,000 people that live in this place, but there's like an inordinate amount of murders each year in this town. So this guy's like, is it really as bad as, you know, internet lore claims? And he actually took a tour through it and filmed it all. And it's just interesting to see like 
one of the things in this town is this giant church and i've it's like a monster of a church and we have some historical churches here in our downtown but this one is like four or five of them combined and it's, but it's falling apart because the town can't afford to do anything with it and so it just looks like and i'm thinking fallout. myself like what an awesome place this would be to film fallout mm -hmm. like this is perfect you wouldn't have to do anything no. And it's it. This place is really weird because there's some streets that look like a. No, there's some streets that look like it's out of any typical town, but then you turn like down another street and it looks like Fallout. Like it's crazy. Just a really weird town. So I got, he he took a bunch of these tours into, and there's like a bunch that he goes into like backwoods Kentucky and. It's like yeah that's like deliverance shit and i'm like i want to see what these places really look like so i i kind of got hooked into that as well but i've got a weird fixation on like these places that look post-apocalyptic like it's like i see like i don't know how to explain it it's like i see beauty in it for some reason that sounds really stupid and cliche but no no it's just, it's i found myself for, like, urban decay. like really drawn into it really interesting that there's places that let this happen in their towns and then he drives it's funny because he drives by the town hall and the town hall is like this giant cathedral looking place it's like okay now we know where all the money goes no it just yeah these these rich families disappear towns die um the last time we were in Detroit, we came across what was really interesting was a gentleman was buying up all of the, the condemned houses in his neighborhood and turning them into like insulations for like art installations as well. Because, yeah, you could buy them for like 100 bucks. And at least that way you don't have to worry about them being dilapidated or, you know, someone having an accident in there. So it ended up being, just, and then just across it was the regular folks' houses. But yeah, really cool as far as for what people can do with what, there's a lot that just kind of slips through the cracks. But, you know. What was really weird about this, like Gary, Indiana, for example, um, was that was the place where Michael Jackson actually grew up. Okay. So you're kind of, he, he goes down the street and it's called Jackson Way. And all the houses are kind of like in like not great repair. They, they kind of range from like decent looking to like in really bad repair. And there's like litter everywhere. Like all the streets are just full of litter. It looks like, you remember the opening to Day of the Dead? That's what it mm -hmm. looks like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes to the Michael Jackson house and it's got like this giant, like modern wrought iron fence, like all around it. Um, it's like in an immaculate condition. It just, it's really weird to see. Obviously somebody owns it and like uses it as a, you know, a tourist attraction or whatever, but it's just really weird to see how like this one home is, it looks like a glitch out of a, like a video game. Yeah, someone like someone stacked their all their like this is my base and I'm leveling it up and I can't deal with the rest of the town. Exactly. Have you got have you gotten into any like urban exploration videos for like decommissioned stuff or just weird buildings? No, no, I just as I say, like I just kind of started getting into I'll be today. your next video. Yep. Yeah, it's happen. I'm still kind of watching this guy go into the last video I watched. He was going into a ghost town in Texas. And it's just really weird to see. He's like, it's 10 a.m. on a Thursday morning. And this he's like, there are 30,000 people that apparently live in this town. And he's going literally through the main like main streets. And there's just nothing. And it's like, 
Like all these buildings that and there's like nobody around. It's super surreal. It's the spookies. Let's yeah. see, I guess they you know, they live like forty minutes outside of like Dallas, so they probably all you know, the inhabitants all probably have jobs in the bigger cities. But they just and it's it's just think to yourself like you know, some of these little cities like or these little towns, like would you live in one of those and work in one of the major cities? Like that'd be kind of interesting. No, for sure, to save to save a buck. And that was kind of the thing where folks were selling de- Detroit houses super duper cheap, you know, for a couple grand. And then, you know, it's up to you to fix it up. But um, yeah, you'd be the only person on your block other than the wild dogs. But that'd be cool. <laughs> wild dogs, stray wild animals. Dogs. Yeah, oh. that's it. That's not too shabby. But yeah. You're back we'll on your deck frying your weenie on the barbecue and. Mm-hmm. Nine dogs come out of the bushes, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh no, what that do I do?" I think that I think the fixation comes from like I've always kind of been obsessed with like Chernobyl and Pripyat and stuff like that. So it kind of reminds me of. Oh, for sure, little snapshots, yeah, of just moments in time frozen. No, for sure, and people just had Catfish to like they just the had a bail. School buses. <laughs> just good eating. Yeah. Three-eyed fish. Ride that to yeah. work. Nuclear wolves. Yeah, that's, dogs that's, that's where it's at. Rad roaches. Damn, <laughs> rad roaches. So hopefully Starfield will have some dilapidated outposts that uh, are not kept up, and then you can be good. If not, you can start your own. I think that's why I've always liked the kind of the setup of the Fallout games, too. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's just cool. I don't know. I like no, it's super, super cool. It's, uh, and also go scrounging, scrounging around. I mean, lots of great... Italian knockoff Road Warrior movies, the Road Warrior. So, um, I'm surprised you're not getting any follow followed action. It's probably going to be a while. I read somewhere where, yeah, like they were concentrating obviously on Starfield, but I believe now they are going to turn their attention to a new follow game. Yeah. Starfield nope. was Skyrim. Oh yes, you're right. It is actually, and then apparently it's Fallout. You're not getting Fallout 5 until 2027, 2028. Well, I won't be getting... I'll, you'd have to get a new console anyway. I know that, so... Well, we're patient. We can wait. None, there's no other games. I guess I got to get a new console for, for, for Starfield, so... Ugh. Maybe in, in that time, I'll actually go back and beat Skyrim because I haven't done that, so... Oh... Do you still have your save? No. I've got yes, I've got saves on the Xbox 360, and I've got saves on the PC. So two different oh, characters. Yeah, right. And have I that. broken the game by finding the uh, you know the uh, the gauntlet of Gorm? Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> so, gauntlet of Gorm. So do I have to start over? Absolutely. So it's going to be the game-breaking glitch. <laughs> yeah, you got AKA the gauntlet of the Gorm. Bethesda games. Yep. You were not supposed to be here. Did you bunny hop up a mountain and while all the monsters got stuck in the pixels? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> You just got the gorm. Did you somehow uh, obsessively fixate on trying to do something? Um, that's also tempting for the new Zelda game. So, so um, we're all, all over the place, obviously. But with the new Zelda game, you don't necessarily have to grind. If you can figure out puzzles are more so obstacles of like, oh, how do you get up here? How do you yeah. do that? So you can build like a mech suit or you can just a gun that shoots logs that you can hang on to and, and blast yourself away. So a lot of people are getting places they're not supposed to be because of their imagination. So that could definitely be Yeah, the Tears of the Kingdom game is all about uh, building technology. Like, 
making a making a raft, uh, making a flying ship so he can get across from point A to point B. And like they yeah. teach you uh, gradually because as you're going through the game, they make you solve puzzles like, oh, you have this track, but nothing to ride it. Oh, how do I make a box and put an engine on it? Oh, this works. Zip across like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty neat stuff. A couple options. It's not like you have to do this one thing, you know, and find the crystal and eat the yeah. cheese. You can like, oh, you, you can do like 18 different ways to do this. Hey, we, you may even do it a way we don't know about. So go get it. As I'm watching the Gary video right now, yeah. <laughs> uh, this makes me want to play, yeah, Fallout or uh, definitely recommend Metro. Those those games are super Metro fun. games are fun. The Metro games are fun. And it's all about the uh, radiation. Yeah. So, Pursuits. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's fun for the family. And giant rats or rats of unusual size. Jesus. So, Rodents of unusual, yeah. <laughs> Of the key to every podcast is to misremember something, and then that the one person who listens to it gets enraged because <laughs> you have you were the facts off. So yep. I'm glad I'm glad I could misremember. You misremembered that thing that happened 17 doctor years Death ago. Doctor Death isn't a real doctor. Yeah. It was a name. I'm like, I'm pretty uh -oh. sure he got a PhD. I was just gonna say he's got a PhD <laughs> in sports medicine. He's a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor <laughs> exactly. I seen his signature. He's definitely a doctor. Um, You're supposed to win excellent. brawl for it all. He should, yeah. More like crawl for it all. Have you guys? Man's career uh, ended after brawl for it all. In the in the the last twenty minutes here, as we kind of wind down, have you guys been keeping up with Dark Side of the Ring this season? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I haven't. Been I haven't been really impressed with a lot of it. Well, we talked about the sunny one and the fact that I think it was uh, uh, Swamp Ninja that brought up the fact, or it was one of you, I can't remember which one. You Upshot brought, up, brought up the fact that Paul Heyman was an asshole. <laughs> no, well, that, that, but there was someone, one of you has brought up the fact that they couldn't really do a lot on Sunny because she's currently in litigation. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff they couldn't really say. So that, that one, that episode lacked. Um, I just watched the Junkyard Dog one. That was the, the last one that was released before the Adrian Adonis one, I think, this week. I haven't watched that one yet. But the Junkyard Dog one, I didn't know a lot about Junkyard Dog. It's an interesting episode. Yeah, when we grew up, he was kind of like in the, uh, the the final swings of his career. I mean, I, later on, he went to WCW like after. Yeah. Know, but like, yeah, we never knew like how big of a star he was. We, we saw him as kind of like, because the WB kind of turned him into that that kid friendly like dance with him you know he's gonna do the thump and it's like he he's like the kid friendly like you know just not phase, comic, good guy yeah not comic relief but he's kind of like the you know the kids can cheer like a hacksaw jim duggan type you know he's just fun for the kids but yeah like in mid-south and that he was like the friggin hulk hogan of mid-south like it's insane how how over he was and i had no idea that he had like his drug problems are up there with like the most prolific of like Scott Hall and, and Jake the Snake and that. I had no idea. No, shaking the pillars of heaven. He liked his crack. He liked it all. Like, and you know, you watch the episode and you kind of see like you, you just feel bad because it's like he avoided all that shit for the longest time. And then it's just like, anyway, it's an interesting episode. Don't want to ruin too much about it, but. I, you know, when I got into wrestling, he was kind of in his swang song with the, you know, with the WWF. And I just found it a really interesting episode. 
What's no the name picture. of the song that he was sung? The song. Grab them cakes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Man. big he was, though. And and this, the thing was, is it was popular. Like anything this guy did while he Why was like, cake? before he got to WWF, like everything he did was just gold. Like it was insane. Yeah, he's making lots of money. It's he unfortunate. Was. He was a star. Yeah. It's unfortunate it went uh, to the wrong places. He wasn't he wasn't a toy buyer. He was uh, into the the hard stuff. But again, it didn't start that way because at first he I think they were I'm trying to remember back like he did a lot for his own community. Like he kind of gave back. All American um, football star. You I'm know. pretty sure he like souped up his parents and stuff. Like he got them all settled and and then just like he got depressed in WWF because he had no character like he didn't have that same he was a big fish in a big pond but he got smaller and smaller whereas like he was making double the money but when he was you know before he got to wbf like he was the big fish in the small pond and it's just it was quite a shot to his ego maybe the wrestling business in general is bad for most people <laughs> we always forget how much a carny nightmare on the road and injury well, it just shows like he, he jumped ship because, like, Vince literally offered him double what he was making. He was doing rather well as it was. Mm -hmm. But um, that just shows you that money isn't everything, right? So, No, for sure. And, and as someone who's watching wrestling now, uh, current time, story, you've been seeing a lot of people picking, like, lighter schedules. There's a whole thing of different shows for AEW. Some people are like, yeah, no, I just want to be on the collision one. Why? Because I only work Saturday. And then, you know, I can just vibe with my my, my partner or my wife or my girlfriend or my dogs the rest of the week. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, dig I'm digging the whole fact that, uh, you know, there's only going to be certain wrestlers on certain shows because, you know, it, it's kind of going to make, you know, uh, I guess uh, collision a kind of must-see television because you're only going to see that wrestler on that show. Which may help ratings because apparently they had horrible ratings last week, like four hundred thousand, and as opposed to the almost one million mark, so it took a hit. But yeah, I'm I'm a, like, yeah, Is I get it. CM Punk's show? No, it's it's the second show to, that they created so they can keep the punk away from the elite. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which in general, like a lighter workload, it's nice to see. Like I mean, all of our, you know, people we grew up with are are dead. So. So it's nice to see. Hopefully, like these these are people. All wrestlers now are people, you know, who grew up being fans, and they're they're being a bit smarter. Most of them are just playing, you know, vampire survivors on Twitch and making money. But at least they don't have to get. Why can't I make money playing vampire survivors? All <laughs> oh, right, I suck at the game. That's you why. need to get you need to get a hot tub, and you need to get into that hot tub. Yeah, I need, I need to do the hot Twitch. tub time machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. just film yourself in a hot tub. It's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. what Twitch does. That's exactly what I need to do. People definitely want to see that. Hell yeah. Yeah. PCO in a hot tub. No thanks. <laughs> it could be hotter. But um, could you see yourself? Like, I mean, obviously not wrestling a lot, but we, we hear buzz of like what's good out there, you know, MJF, things like that. Would you yeah. be a life, you know, a childhood wrestling fan? Would you be okay with, like, but as an adult now, uh, an off season for wrestlers? Like a season, like a TV show, so they have an off season where He's they can talking divide. To you. I don't watch wrestling. Well, I mean, like you, as a, as someone who grew up on wrestling, you know, would it be more palatable? Like you, it would matter to you, anyways. You're not really watching too much, but like as a 
would be more interesting instead of just this thing that's brought dragged on throughout a year that competes if you're like oh, okay it's like a season like tv but the I'm, thing is oh go ahead i i i'm i myself like i i would love to see kind of like an off season but in the off season like the off season is like trades you have like you know how wwe has the brand split lol but not really the brand split like people were drafted to SmackDown, people are drafted to Raw, but they can be on any show because it doesn't really fucking matter. But like if if AEW did a hard brand split, and what they would do is do like an off season where you know they'd be take three months off, and then when they go to start back up, they would have a draft. Oh, dude, that would be so cool. I think it'd be great. Like so and so is drafted to uh, to Collision, like and they actually sport. have to just yeah, like a real sport, they actually have to wrestle on that show. And that's all they can wrestle on. They can't go anywhere else. And, you know, if, if you want to get, like, really, like, start fantasy booking that shit, like, you could get TNA and NJ, NJP or New Japan and, and uh, AAA or even, uh, what's the other one, MLW, or, you know, they could trade wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, you're not doing, like, you're not drawing in collision. Okay, well, you're not going to be on collision. You're going to get drafted to fucking Impact now. And now and you got to work for Impact. The worked. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if something. Goes <laughs> you get enough. old and stale. They send you somewhere else that you know you can reinvent yourself or senior. You know, surface. take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go talk, man. Get a concussion. I always or, understood. Like I understand why it was like it was back when we were kids because wrestling was still trying to establish itself. So it, it's kind of like a, a rock and roll band. You had to go on tour. Like, is doing a house show every single night? for like 50 nights straight a little excessive of course it is but you're you're trying to promote that brand i i definitely see like nowadays where wwe and wrestling is well established there's no reason there shouldn't be an off like no one should have to no wrestler should have to work like 320 days a year anymore like you're just you're not you're not trying to climb that hill anymore you you've established yourself like guaranteed contracts that's the thing. Yeah, like there should, you know, you should only have to rest. Like, I could see a normal work week, like you know, five nights out of a week, maybe a wrestle or, or four nights or something like that. Maybe you get a month off here or there. Like, well, I mean, that's kind of where it is now. Like wrestlers do, you know, go away for a couple months and then they come back, whether it be injury or, you know, they they went to go do something else like a movie or you know that sort of thing, but. Like I would love for it to be like you know like like you like Al said like a, a legitimate sport. It's like okay, the upper echelons are, you know, WWE is never going to play well with others. We know that they want to be the one, the only. But like these smaller promotions, like they could work together and create this new dynamic of, you know, basically trading the toys, where you know it's like okay, Impact needs you know a good mid card wrestler. Oh, Ricky Starks is really stale right now. Let's send Ricky. Ricky, you're Shot we've traded Ricky. you. Yeah, we're we're going to you know trade you to uh, TNA, and we're going to take one of their new like up and comers. He's he's kind of hot. We're going to take him up and see if he can hang with the big boys, and you know play you know make him fight punk and the guys. Like I'm I'm all for it. Like I think that'd be fantastic. But I mean, I, it's it's kind of happening right now because like AEW, New Japan. TNA, they kind of have this working relation, not so much TNA anymore, but New Japan and AEW have this kind of symbiotic relationship where like, you know, what was it? The uh, 
Eddie Kingston's a champ now. Like, that's crazy. Like, he's an NJP strong champion. And, like, you know, he's a great he's talker. He's under contract with AEW. Yeah, and he's under contract with AEW slash ROH. So, you know, like, th- he's a champion there. And now he's going to be able to go on to AEW carrying that belt, making a name for New Japan strong. So he's going to, you know, he's going to be able to help that, that company out a little bit. And, you know, he's getting an extra payday because he gets to work with them. And a and and uh, AEW gets the rub because of, hey, it's a New Japan champion on on the show. So like I think I think <laughs> like yeah, Tony Tony Khan is a mark. We know this, but like he's making really great decisions. It's just unfortunate it's not it's not translating in the in in the uh, in the uh, ratings because like th- there's some fantastic wrestling going on. So like if they could if they could make it like more. I don't know, grandiose where, you know, being traded matter or hard brand split mattered. I think that would really dig into like people's lizard brains of, you know, trading wrestlers and being able to like, Oh, you know, I'm going, if, if I were, you know, you know, you could then create your, uh, the next AEW video game could, you know, be the hard brand split where you have the two brands and you could do the, my GM mode, like all the other wrestling games. And like, you could, you know, draft your wrestlers. Like I think that is, yeah, All the it's, I think it's I think it's going to be uh, like it would be a great idea, but I would love to see them do it. But I don't know if it'll happen as a kid, like you know, when we were younger and before the WWE kind of took over everything, that was kind of part of the fun. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was it was like it, it, it happened in the 80s a little bit with WC or, you know, a, a, uh, AWA and stuff like they would get like a Kurt Hennig and then all of a sudden you'd see somebody go down to AWA or not down. I shouldn't say it that way, but somebody would go somewhere else. And it it really became prevalent in the nineties when, you know, ECW and WWF kind of had that agreement, you know, WWF would take on like a, um, like a Terry Funk or something like that. And they'd send Al Snow to ECW where he could totally reinvent himself. And that was part of the fun. It was fun seeing these guys switch federations and kind of reinvent themselves. And that's, you know, you'd get some of the dream matches that you all like everyone wanted to see Funk and, and Mick Foley go at it again. Like ever, ever, you know, Mick Foley got into the WWF and it's like, man, I'd love to see him take on Terry Funk in a setting like this. Like, I wonder if that'll ever happen. And then, you know, eventually it did. Um, that's, that's kind of, happy. what's that? And everybody's happy. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's what it's kind of, it was after WWF kind of bought up everything. And then it was just like, things got really boring. Um, but like back in the day, it was always fun to see who's going to show up because you never knew. They were independent independent contractors, so you know what they can just theoretically just like, hey man, see you next Thursday or see you next like Monday. That, that, those knew. were the biggest in wrestling history. Those were the biggest surprises. I mean, the the biggest swerve of all time, arguably, was was the NWO, and everyone remembers that moment if you're you know of that of that particular age when Scott Hall showed up on WCW Nitro, and you're like, holy shit. And then all of a sudden, the next week, Kevin Nash is on there, and it's like, wow. Nope. Okay. Like, just blows your mind, and that, that's that's missing. Like that. Well, that's see that it's really- it's not now because with AEW, that's what's happening. People left a WWE, and they're there. 
and they've reinvented themselves. Are these impactful, Russ? Like, are you going to see yeah. an NWO type situation again? Yeah. Like, I don't even know who's big in WWE anymore. Well, I don't like, know. I don't it? know if you'll. I don't know if you'll ever see an NWO type thing. But like, you're seeing wrestlers like Malachi Black when he moved, it was huge. Buddy Murphy when he moved, or now he's Buddy Matthews. But like, when he moved, and then Moxley, um, Jericho. Jericho was a huge get for AEW. But he's well past his prime. Oh, here's the thing, though. He's having better matches now than he did when he was wrestling in the 90s. That's tough. That's, that's pretty tough to say, man, because he had some good matches. What was, your, fa- what was, your, what was your favorite uh, Chris Jericho match in the 90s? He was arguably one of the better wrestlers. Uh, well, Who, what's, your, was- what's your favorite match for Chris Jericho? I like the night that he beat both Austin and The Rock. That was interesting. So that was the pay per view match. That those well, it was yeah. I can't remember what pay per view it was. What was it? It was like, I can't remember. It was like he beat them in the same night. It was a tournament. I, I think it was like in your house or Unforgiven or one of those weird pay per views. Yeah, that was a great w- match. But in all honesty, when you really go back and you look at that match, that match sucked. But his WCW matches were interesting too because you saw him against people like Dean Malenko. Do you remember the big feud with Malenko with the, the man of a thousand four holds and he'd come out with the list and when they actually did wrestle, I mean, you know, Malenko was a wrestling machine. Those were some good matches. He would Guerrero being too ugly. Yeah, hit the high high mask, mask, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like just aside from the feuds, like the actual matches, like the technical wrestling between him and Malenko were insane. Like go back and watch those. Yeah, yeah, well, we were, you can, we were, you can, and you could go back and watch. You could watch Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho in in New Japan, and that match is awesome. It's a super great match, or or Jericho versus Moxley. That was a great match too. Yeah, like, I'm I'm biased because I haven't seen any of his new ones, so it's kind of hard for me to say. But I mean, I remember back in the '90s, like he was one of the purest wrestlers out there. No, he, for that sure. was always his hype machine. I, I looked up Universal Champion instead of Undisputed. So I was like, oh, Roman Reigns. Like, wait, no, Jericho never fought him. Jericho <laughs> fought was a, a, The Rock and Stone Cold, and it was all, yeah. he won all because of, I think, Stone Cold got interfered or something. I can't remember. Some, something happened. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, shenanigans happened. That one oh. just stuck out, but like for pure oh, no, wrestling, for sure. as I say, it'd be the WCW yeah. matches against Malenko. Yeah, no, we were very spoiled in the in the nineties as far as for the mid card for WCW and then the main event in WWE. So we were very lucky boys. See, the thing is, is I think I think like if you look back now and go back and look at, at Jericho's matches, you're kind of like, oh, it's Jericho. Oh, he, oh, yeah, he was young and he was you know doing crazy moves. But when you look at like the uh, like the psychology of the matches, like some of it was wasn't didn't make sense. Some of it, like some of the no, things. No, WCW was a mess. WCW <laughs> was a mess when it was trying to, like, and they didn't promote Jericho. But if you remember, he was kind of considered a cruiserweight back then, so he was having some pretty insane matches with, you know. Yeah, but as I re- as I recall, as when we would we would watch like Nitro and NWO, like you didn't care about Jericho. You all you wanted to watch was the NWO. Like that's the thing. Of course. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is like if if like he wasn't promoted, so he, it was no, hard for him to get him over in WCW. But what I'm saying is, is like when he was in WWE, he like for the longest time he was the mid card guy. 
he was the intercontinental champ. He's the best at what he does. He's like, he don't get me wrong. Jericho has reinvented himself so many times. He's had so many really great gimmicks, but like, if you go back and you look at like in the early nineties, his only real big gimmick was when he was feuding with triple H and he called Stephanie a trash bag. hoe. Then he became, they like, pushed the t- him to the moon, man. What are you talking only, about? He was only, he was only the champion twice. He was the first undisputed champion. Right. I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, is <laughs> do not dispute is, the disputed. Like I like yeah, he was the first of that. They put That's the great. rocket pack on him, man. Yeah. How long did he hold the title for? I'm honestly not sure. I can't remember. Two months. But he still was the first one. And right, he but he only held the title for two months. Race. But he only had the title for two months. Maybe three, I think. Maybe, Maybe it was ninety it was, days. Who beat him for it? It was probably political. It was Stone Cold. <laughs> probably so political. Was it Triple H? Stone Cold. It could have been. So, I, yeah, it was Triple H. Probably. This is the part of the podcast, and someone who knows the actual thing is punching <laughs> their wall. Oh, <laughs> someone who knows the actual thing. She's yeah. looking it up. I know she is because it's Buckshot. Jump on. We got like two minutes. Buckshot. No, Hop she's killing vampires right now. And you're not letting me. <laughs> we don't have time to look stuff up because we're we, we're too. part of the part of the uh, charm of this podcast is as our little quirks and our misremembering, so people can get mad. Mm-hmm. Try calling it's, in again. That's how we remember it. I'm that's, trying. That's, that's do the it. The do it now. <laughs> there, you're in. The vengeance. But the I'm rocket ready. ship was on him, man. I I can remember them pushing him to the moon. Can we tell back? Me, tell back me yeah, you're in. I was never a huge Jericho guy. Anyway. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, we can hear you, yeah. Okay. So I want to back paddle. Okay. You're talking about um, the um, uh, big surprise starts, uh, surprise people showing up in AEW from WWE. Yep. Um, you forgot the biggest one, which was the end of All Out 2021. When, oh, bro, yeah, Brian Danielson. When, I, I know. I completely no, forgot. When, no, it wasn't. It was Adam Cole oh, walked yeah, yeah, out, yeah. and everybody freaked out. And then, literally two minutes later, Brian Danielson, the flight of Valkyrie starts, and Brian Danielson comes out. So the first night. So I'll keep this in mind. Earlier that night, CM Punk had had his first match in seven years, yep. and then at the end of the pay per view, Adam Cole, who had literally just left. WWE shows up and then Brian Danielson who had left in the spring he didn't renew his contract and it was very quiet like he just one day walked off Smackdown I think it was and <laughs> Into then the desert no well, he was like told he, he could yeah. never wrestle again what didn't wasn't he yeah yeah but he had started wrestling again <laughs> and, uh, no I know I know but and then I think Somebody, no, no, he, no, he was wrestling again. Somebody was like, oh, I'm, I think it was Roman. Roman's like, Brian, I'm, or Daniel at the time was like, I'm going to fight you. And Brian Danielson's like, no, nah, you're not. You're going to fight Cesaro instead. And then he walked out. And it turns out, like, the next day, the dirt sheets reported, like, yeah, he didn't re-sign his contract. Like, he's officially a free agent. Nobody knows where he's going to go. And then speculation started that he was going to be in AEW. And then that's December, he started in AEW. Yeah, it was like six months or four months before we heard it. The place went fucking bananas. Anyway, it's one of the best pops ever, other than when CM Punk came back in Chicago. Other when, other when Triple H beat Chris Jericho for the Universal, or the Undisputed 
Everyone yeah, we leave. yeah we watched it in oh, fucking Triple WrestleMania. H. I forgot that's that's that was the the WrestleMania we went to. Is Jericho is the champ versus uh, Triple H? That was WrestleMania. That's sad. Eh? That's sad <laughs> that we forgot that because that that WrestleMania. The only thing I remember is that we freaking brought Hulk Hogan back. <laughs> yeah, I we, remember. We drank the blood. We I remember Aaron Anderson's. Uh, Spinebuster Taker and I popped like a motherfucker yep. for us. Yeah, I remember that. Did. Yeah, I remember that too. Loved Aaron Anderson. Arnold Anderson is his real name. Arnold Anderson. Anyway, we're almost at time. We got to end it or we're going to get cut off. I think we got like two minutes. So, as always, you can check us out on Instagram. You can check us out on uh, Podbean by searching the Retro 2BD podcast. Instagram, we are at 2BD Pods with a Z because we are Canadian. Um, you can find us at 2BD Pod on Twitter. We have a Facebook page. Just search 2BD Podcast. You'll find it. Um, it's completely public. Uh, on all our social media, we do some crazy things. We do Comic Book a Day, Mo Tuesday, Figure Figure Friday, Muscle Mondays, Comic Book a Day. We do have a uh, what's my call it? Yeah, there we go. We got the Mortal Kombat playing. Um, but what's our uh, TikTok? Is it at Retro 2BD Pod? Yes, it is. At 2BD I just wanted to make that awkward. (laughs) All right. So we have, uh, so it's at Retro 2BD Pod on TikTok. You probably can find a video of us just hearing me and Swamp Ninja talk back and forth because we did a phone call on there. I don't know if it posted yet, but it's probably horrible. It's going to be real awkward. But other than that, like I said, uh, as always, how we end this podcast is we say, dare to be stupid and peace. Peace.